Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey there, how are you? I'm so glad that you are here to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman and I am the host of this podcast, Your Life Rocks. If this is your first time finding our podcast, welcome. We are all about helping working Christian moms find more balance in their life and really create some clarity around all of that crazy chaos that happens around you in your life. So if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that we have been doing a series called Take Back Balance, and it's really around a challenge that we have, a seven-day challenge, but we've taken each one of those themes, topics from each day of that seven-day email course, it's a free course you can sign up for, um, and just really expanding on the topic at hand to help you really get more from that challenge. And even if you're not doing the challenge and just listening to these podcasts, I hope that you have found them to be helpful for you and helping you create more balance. Now, of course, we would love for you to sign up for the challenge um, and get all of that information right into your email box. Now, not only do you get all of the information that we're sharing on these podcasts, but in addition to that, certain days we have certain worksheets and tips and some things to help you just dive a little bit deeper into the topic. And so you can sign up for that by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash challenge. And, uh, or you can go to the show notes for this podcast, which would be yourliferocks.com forward slash and the number 20. That's just two zero. Can you believe we're on episode 20 already? It's amazing how fast time flies when you're having fun. All right, so let's jump right into our topic that we're going to be talking about today. So last week we talked about time management, and that was our sixth episode of the series. And so this being our final episode for the series, we're really going to be talking about being proactive. And while you might be thinking being proactive is very close to time management, it's also very close to the episode we did on goal setting, but it is quite different. Because when you think about being proactive, it really is about having some structure to your life. And the only way that you can first start off by having that structure is to create some quiet stillness in your life. Now, you might be coming up with all kinds of excuses already on why that is just not something that's possible for you, but it really is step one in this process. You might have heard people say in the past that you need to slow down in order to speed up. And that's exactly what being proactive is about. You have to first slow down. Maybe you've listened to some of our episodes and talking about this challenge and keep saying to yourself, I need to go and sign up for the challenge, but then you never go. It's that same principle. If you don't take the time to invest in yourself, if you don't take that time to do what's necessary, then you're always going to be running behind. And what happens is when you're always running behind like that, then that is when the emotion starts to rear its ugly head and you start to feel shameful. You start to feel guilt. You start to feel all these negative feelings that are just not true, but it's really just the enemy attacking you. But when you can take that time to be proactive up front and find that quiet time to plan for your your life, for your week, for your days, then that is when you can really be intentional 
about the life that you're creating. You can be intentional about the activities that you schedule into your day or the activities that you don't schedule into your day. So that's why that number one piece, and yep, we're just jumping right in, going quick into this, but that number one piece is creating some white space for yourself to really look ahead and be proactive about what's coming ahead and so you can really prepare. Now, some of you listening to this podcast might be thinking, yep, okay, I already kind of do that. I'm a very structured person and that is fantastic. I'm going to teach you some tips today that maybe you can develop a little bit more on that. And if you have tips to share with me that I'm not covering, then by all means, join our Facebook group, share it in there. You can send me an email, jenny at yourliferocks.com. You can leave it in the ratings and review section on iTunes. I want to learn from you. So if you are a structured person and you're already doing this and you have some tips to share, share them with us because we want to know. Now, you might be on the other side of that and saying, I don't structure anything. It's just not who God made me to be. I am just, you know, as the Spirit leads me in the moment, that's where I go and that's what I do. And if you have no overwhelm in your life and that's the way that you live, fantastic. But what I have found in my experience is that oftentimes people who live their life like that tend to be in the most amount of overwhelm. They're constantly trying to find that organization. They're constantly trying to figure things out because life is throwing fastballs at them. And when you have to deal with them as they're being thrown at you, you could still be in the midst of dealing with one while another one's coming your way. And eventually it's going to knock you upside the head and it's going to hurt. So when you are being proactive and really following some systems in your life, then that is going to prevent all of that chaos from happening. Life is still going to happen. And every once in a while, you're going to get thrown a curveball that you did not see coming. But you know what? When you have those systems in place, you can better deal with those things as they come at you. It just puts you in a much more centered spot to deal with things in a much healthier way. All right? So, That was a very long-winded soapbox moment. I apologize, but that's what this podcast is all about, right? Is being able to share some of those tips and tricks with you. Okay, so number one, create that white space for yourself so that you can start to be proactive, all right? Number two, when you're looking at being proactive is you really have to first be clear on what it is that you want. And I know this comes up all the time, but you know what? If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to know when you get there? How are you going to know how you want to react to things to get the desired outcome that you want to have? So if you do sign up for the challenge or you already are in the challenge, then you have access to that free goal setting workbook that you can download and fill out. Now, if you're doing our weekly success planning course, then you also have the audio guide that goes through that to really help to make sure you get the most out of that. But when you're setting goals, the reason why I have created a workbook, so you might be thinking, well, it's easy. Just come up with what you what you want to accomplish. But we're talking about life balance here. And when we're talking about life balance, you have to have goals in all eight categories of your life and be clear on what you want to be working towards in each of those areas. So oftentimes we set goals really easily for our health or for our career, but we don't always think about what goals do I want to set for my marriage? What goals do I want to set as being a mom? What goals do I have for my home? Maybe you have some financial goals, but maybe they're just kind of a short-lived financial goal. Or worse yet, they're goals that you have, but they're like pie-in-the-sky goals that you're not necessarily making traction on and moving towards. 
So when we're talking about setting goals for your life, we're really talking about these eight categories, your faith, marriage, family, health, career, home, finances, and the last one is friends slash fun. So those two kind of go in together. So you want to be really, really clear on what it is that you're working towards right now. What are the goals that you have for all of those eight categories? Now, it can be a little bit overwhelming to be thinking about having goals for all of those eight areas and really working towards that. So I invite you to go back and listen to that goal setting episode to get a little bit clearer on that particular area. But it's important to know when you're being proactive is know where your starting point is. That's really, really key. Okay. So to cover off first, we talked about creating white space so you can set aside some quiet time to be able to be proactive for yourself. Number two is setting some goals to figure out where it is that you want to go. Now, number three is realizing where you are right now. So you can look at where you want to be, but then you have to kind of look at reality and say, okay, this is my starting point and this is where I am. Because once you have that, then you can make a roadmap to figure out where it is you need to go. Think about it. If you wanted to go to pick any place that's near you. I live in Arizona, so if I wanted to go to take my family to go see the Grand Canyon, I know where I'm at. I'm at my house. I know where I want to go. It's the Grand Canyon. How am I going to get there? What things do I need to get there? Gas. Probably some money for some souvenirs, knowing my children. Snacks for the car ride, knowing my children. And knowing myself, let's be honest. But you need to be able to first know where you're at in order to know what it is that you need in order to get to where you want to go. I'm going to say that again. You have to first know where you are before you can figure out what it is that you need in order to get to where you want to go. So that brings us into our next step, figuring out what it is that you need. So now this is where it gets a little bit fun. At least it's fun for me because I'm a little bit of an A-type personality. There's going to be obstacles that come your way, but when you are proactive and you can think about what things are going to come your way, then you can think about how you can overcome those obstacles. And it's like knocking them out of the park before they even come. It sets you up so much for success. You are setting yourself up for victory. You're setting yourself up to win big. That's why I love being proactive and I love setting up this time and the structure around finding your success in this way because, well, there's no other way of saying it other than just it it, it helps you be successful. It's that plain and simple. There's nothing, I was trying to think of something really clever to say, but there's nothing clever to say about it. It just really sets you up to be successful. Now, one thing I really don't like is I don't like excuses. And when you're thinking ahead about the excuses that might come up or those obstacles that might come up, it knocks them out of the park before they even get there, which is incredible. It really does move you forward in a big way. All right. So first we talked about creating the white space, then the goals, then your reality check of where you're at right now, and then looking at the obstacles that are going to be coming up ahead of you that might keep you from reaching those goals that you want to get. So that next step is really figuring out what it is that you need to do to move yourself over those obstacles, to take yourself closer to those goals. Now, this fits in so nicely with what we talked about last week with time management. So we talked about making that brain dump list. So sometimes it's just a matter of 
overwhelm and that's why we make a brain dump list but when we're talking about being proactive towards building that life that you want that life of balance and peace and love and that really creating by designing that life that God has set for you we're going to be talking about making a brain dump so I want you to think about what it is that you need to do in order to move yourself from where you are right now to where you want to go what things do you need to do to remove those obstacles out of the way now before they even come up. So that's what I want you to do is just write down every little thing that you might need to do. And then you can go back and figure out what order they're in. So as you're making the list, don't worry about it. You might be making a list and be thinking, oh, I should have done that one first. That's okay. It's your own list. So you can just write it in again and then you can go back through and number. Because for me, it's more important to get all of those things out of your head and onto paper so that you can make it a reality versus trying to make it perfect. Make sense? So I encourage you to just dump it all out, then go back through and you can put a number. Now for me, I really like colored pens. I like different colors and it really helps me kind of uh, format some things a little bit differently in my head. Again, I have all about systems for me. So I use a different color for the different goals that I have. I'll kind of go through with a, a color pen and kind of highlight the different goals that I have and then the different numbers in which I need to do them because then we move into the final step which is scheduling. So I encourage doing this on a weekly basis for your entire week. I actually teach to do it on a quarterly basis, a monthly basis, a weekly basis and then we do a mini version every single day. But for the purpose of the challenge that we're doing, the seven day challenge, Um, that this podcast is really inspired from if you're doing the challenge or if you're doing our weekly success planning course, then of course we are doing this on the weekly basis, right? So I want you to look at your schedule for the week ahead and really think about what things are coming up. What things do my kids need from me? What projects are coming up at work? Um, When am I going to do my workouts? You're going to start putting all of these things from the goals that you have the reality of where you're at, the obstacles that you want to overcome and what it is that you need to do and schedule them all out. Now, when you start doing this, you might get a little overwhelmed. And if that's where you are, then I'm going to encourage you to just pray and know that perfection does not exist. And it's okay to let some things go. It's okay to let some things go. Sometimes we get so overwhelmed because we want to move mountains in a matter of seven days. And you know what? It's just not possible. And you know who is the person that is the most guilty of this one thing right here? It is me. I always over schedule myself, but that's why being proactive is so important because I know that about myself. And when I walk through all these other exercises and then I'm looking at my calendar and I'm really scheduling it out, it helps me to really see what's possible for me and what's not. So last episode, I talked about putting a timestamp next to the things that you need to do, knowing what is going to take me five minutes, what's going to take me 30 seconds, what's going to take me two hours. And so if it's a day, for example, that I know I'm going to be traveling for my job, and there's things that need to be done at home or with my kids. I know I can't be in two places at once. So then you have to prioritize. You have to delegate. You have to communicate with your spouse, your children, other people in your life. 
to get the things done that need to be done. But otherwise, if you're not proactive and you're not looking ahead, then all of a sudden that day hits and you're thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to get all this done? And then what starts to happen? Shame, guilt, emotions start to run high. And when emotion runs high, you're not running at your best. All right, so if you find yourself in that state of overwhelm, number one, pray. Number two, start deleting things and really setting some priorities. Think about how you can delegate some things out that need to be done and just give up on the perfection and know that we plan these things out and we do the best that we can, but life happens and it's never going to be this perfect plan that you had worked out for yourself. It just is never going to be that way. Some weeks might be close, but you have to be okay. And this is where just when you do it more and more often, it's okay to just delete stuff. For me, I have a whiteboard on my desk here in my home office that when I do my weekly planning, I put all of the things that I need to do, again, color-coded with the different areas of my life, and then as I do them, I delete them. And you know what? Sometimes I get to Wednesday and I think, why was I saying I wanted to do that? One, it's just not possible, and number two, it's not that important, and so I'll just delete it off, and I have to be okay with that, but because I do it every single week... It makes it a little bit easier to be okay with not getting everything done or not being perfect with every single part of it, but it's about trying to do the best you can with what you have and getting better every single day, every single week. Because I'll tell you what, before I had these systems in place, before I was putting this stuff into practice into my life, I was the biggest overwhelmed mess of a person you could possibly know. You know those little Facebook memories that pop up on your feed every once in a while? And sometimes they're really great. Sometimes they're really stupid. Well, this last week, uh, to share a little story with you, a picture popped up from four years ago of my two little boys coloring Easter eggs. Now, at the time, uh, one of them, my youngest one was almost three And the other one was um, six. And they were so little and so precious. But you know what? I barely remember them at that age because my work was so consuming to me. And that was my only goals I ever set for myself at that particular time in my life. The only goals that I had, the only things I was working towards were all involved in my career. I wasn't setting goals with how I wanted to be the mom for them at that moment in their life. I wasn't setting goals for how I wanted to be a better wife to my husband or how I wanted to take care of my health or or be a friend to people. That's when I was at kind of a low point in my life, but I didn't know I was in a low point in my life when my life was so far out of balance. And it made me kind of sad to see that picture because it just brought back so much emotion for me. And now I'm in emotional even just sharing the story on the podcast. But I was very lost. I was very tied into perfectionism. And I would not back down. I would that at, During that time in my life, I would not delete something from my to-do list. I would just get it done. Because I was hard driving during that particular point in my life and that particular time. But you know what? I don't regret it because I feel like God gives us things in our lives to learn from and I wouldn't be teaching it right now if I hadn't lived so much out of balance for so many years. But living my life that way and not being proactive towards really building a life 
that God designed me to, to live into in all different areas and having better balance and just being able to let go of some of that perfectionism. It hurt my marriage. It hurt my relationship with other family members. And like I said at the beginning of the story, I barely remember my kids at that age. I can't get that time back. I can move forward and get greater experiences from the age that they're at right now because I have these systems now in place for my life, but I can't get that time back. And so if you're listening to this right now and you can relate to that, you're only setting goals in a couple areas of your life and you're just really, really driven hard, I just challenge you to go back to step one and create that white space in your life. Take some perspective and look at all of those different areas of your life and start setting goals and action plans for your week that involve all of those different areas because God created you to be so much more than just a businesswoman or to be just a health nut. And you might be listening to this and your number one focus and your number one drive is your kids and God created you even for more than that as well. There's other people out there that need more of you. And there's things that you can accomplish when you just focus on a greater scope. All right, so let's review the steps that we talked about today. I know I've been reviewing it constantly as we've been going out, but there's a lot of information in this podcast. All right, number one is creating that white space so that you can really put some time aside so that you can be proactive. And that can sometimes be the hardest thing, especially if you're addicted to busy. But the number one thing if you're addicted to busy is to acknowledge you're addicted to busy and have a little intervention for yourself and schedule some time where you can get busy writing some goals for yourself, all right? Number two is writing those goals. Really be clear about what you want to accomplish in all eight categories of your life. Don't leave one out. And if you want that worksheet, then you can join our free challenge by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash challenge Or you can send me an email and I'll just send it right over to you. And you can email me at jenny at yourliferocks.com. Number three is your reality. Figure out where it is that your starting point is. Get really clear on all eight categories of your life and where you're at now. Number four is to identify the obstacles that might come up. Number five is to do a dump list of what it's going to take in order to move you closer to your goals in that week, what it's going to take to overcome those obstacles for those goals that you've set. And number six is to schedule it all out. Now, if there's a bonus one in there, number seven, and that's just to communicate, really, really communicate with your family, with your spouse, with your boss, the things that you really want to accomplish and the things that you're doing So that that way they know what to expect from you. It really, communication really does open up all doors. Now, there was a lot of information on this podcast and I have a little bit of a secret for you. This outline that I just took you through, in addition to some other tools and some things, is exactly what you get in our weekly success planning course. Now, currently we have a special price on that course. If you're listening to this episode as it is just about live. So we're at the beginning of April, 2016, we are still in our introductory price phase for this particular course and program. So yay for you. If you go to yourliferocks.com forward slash WSP, that stands for weekly success planning, WSP, then that's where you'll get all the information for that course. 
If you're not quite ready to take that course, I promise it's a really low entry price in and it just takes you a couple hours to complete that course. But if you're not quite ready for that yet, then join up on our challenge, yourliferocks.com forward slash challenge, or you can go to the show notes for this podcast and we'll have a link to the weekly success planning course, to the challenge, and also to our awesome Facebook group, Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. I'll tell you that Facebook group is growing and I love getting to know all of the women that are in there. Um, I'm in there every single day answering questions and helping out where I can. So if you're not yet in that group, I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Yourliferocks.com forward slash the number 220. And now it's time for my favorite part of the episode where we get to talk about a Bible verse that really relates to the topic that we are talking about today. Now, when we're talking about being proactive, it's not just a one and done kind of a deal. It's something that you really should be doing on a consistent basis. So remember back to me sharing my story and not being stuck to perfectionism, especially with letting things go from your to-do list, right? Well, I got to be able to get to the point where I can let things go because I was doing it all the time, always looking at my to-do list, crossing things off that didn't necessarily need to be on there anymore or delegating it out and just giving up on that perfection. But because I did it over time, it became easier and easier. And it's the same thing with just having that quiet time and starting those, everything we talked about today, but that quiet time to start things off with When you start to make that a habit for you, it all just becomes easier. It's just like working out. When you work out on a daily basis, all of a sudden it just becomes second nature to you. It's what you always do. So as we talk about being proactive, I want you to think about it being just an everyday part of your life. And our our Bible verse really kind of talks about that. And it's 2 Corinthians 9.6 and it reads, The point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So if you want your life to be bountiful, if you want to be growing ever closer every single week to what God created your life to be, who he created you to be, then you can't be planning for success and setting goals every once in a while and just working towards getting better every once in a while. It really needs to be something that you are doing constantly, something that you're doing bountifully, and then you will also reap the benefits of that bountifully. All right. Thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us today. I hope that you got some value out of this podcast episode. I hope that you also share it with some friends. If you did get some kind of a benefit from it and leave us a ratings and review in iTunes, it really helps other people find us. Plus we like the feedback. I would love to be able to help this podcast get better for you each and every single week. And so make sure that you're giving me that feedback there as well. I want to thank True Country for Life for the review that they left for us on our podcast um, saying Jenny is super authentic and really wants to explore the real issues working Christian women face and give much needed inspiration. So thank you so much for that feedback that you left on there for us. It really does mean a lot. So once again, you can get links to everything we talked about in this episode by going to the show notes, yourliferocks.com forward slash the number 20, that's two zero. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.